Hello and welcome to Disruptive Intent. I'm your host, Kev Sanders. And on today's podcast, I speak to pro BMX rider Bryce Tryon. I met this guy at uh, Ultimate X in 2019, and he was a just phenomenal, insane skills on a BMX. And I, like I said, with the Ultimate X for this year being cancelled, I thought, why not reach out to Bryce, have him on the podcast, chat a bit, get to know the guy about, like I said, the guy behind the bars. And um, like I said, without further ado, here's my episode with uh, Bryce Tyron. Hey, Bryce, so welcome to Disruptive Intent. Um, like I said, I extended an invite to you. And like I said, we, we actually met um, at Ultimate X last year. Uh, we, yes. We're here at Sun City. And um, uh, yeah, I said, well, when you actually, like if Ultimate X wasn't canceled this year, I actually would have loved to do the podcast at Sun City. But now with the whole COVID thing is a bit of a bummer. Yeah, definitely. Um, but so, uh, for the people that are listening um, that don't know you, um, Elevator Pitch, who is Bryce Tyron? Uh, so, I'm pretty much just a 19-year-old kid who rides BMX and uh, gets to travel the world and has fun riding and just hangs out with friends and stuff, and it's pretty much it. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's basically living the dream, right? <laughs> yes, yes, pretty much, living my dream. <laughs> So, but um, I, I chatted a bit to like about your father and that about where your passion and that for BMX and all that started. But like I said, what is your version? Like I said, from a little kid and that where where did this whole like I want to become a BMX rider for, for do it for a living type thing started? Well, I've always been like more of like a like a crazier kid, I guess, and it's a crazier kid in a sense of uh, that I uh, I always like my my parents always had a lock the top cabinets, not the bottom <laughs> cabinets. Cause I would always climb to the top ones yeah. and go through those. So, um, I was always kind of more of like a, you know, daredevil type of thing. I'd always backflip on the couches. So that's always where I kind of, you know, been. And then, um, when I started riding, you know, uh, my bike just out front of our house, like I would just, I started to do, to do like wheelies and bunny hops and stuff like that. And I never really saw anybody like do it besides like X games and stuff. Mm. Um, but even then, I can't even remember like distinct names that I had watched or anything. Maybe we just got like a glimpse of it. And um, prior to me doing all this stuff on my bike, I was going to the skate park a lot on my skateboard and scooter and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, that was, I always liked going there. I always loved going there and going on the ramps and stuff. So when I was younger, I just would do stuff outside on my bike. And I eventually told my dad, I was like, I want to go to the skate park. I don't want to play football anymore because at the time I was playing football and uh, I was like, I want to, you know, become a professional BMX rider. And uh, at least that's how I remember it. My dad, I think, (laughs) remembers it a little bit differently. But um, yeah, so I just remember doing that. And then from then on, my parents were like, look, like, you know, um, they like the structuredness of like regular sports, like baseball and football and stuff like that. So they're like, look, we're going to take the same structure from you know, uh, football, like what you're doing right now. And we're going to apply it to, um, BMX. And, uh, so what pretty much what it was is like go to the skate park three days a week and then one day on the weekend or something like that. So it's pretty much just like, so I can get out and do like, act like an activity and just stay like, you know, doing something and that really helped. And it turned into, you know, uh, us going there every single day Mm. to and um was there for multiple hours you know just like yeah. four or five hours till it closed pretty much and just uh yeah now i'm here so <laughs> that's pretty much how it it started and then um a lot of people were telling 
you know, my parents that they needed to get me like some contests because they could see that I was, you know, progressing at a really good, like a really fast rate. And also I was, um, I was pretty good for my age. Mm. And then to, I think 2009 or 10, the trophy's up there. I, I should check it later, but um, forget if it was 2009 or 10, um, I went to my, they brought, they took me to my first contest at Woodward West in um, Tachapi, California. And the main reason why we went was because I had, wanted to go there so badly as a kid because you know like you think of woodward and it's like ah like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's like everywhere everyone's like dream place to go when they're like first starting to ride and stuff and uh so i mainly wanted to go there but it was like a little bit too expensive for me to go um for my parents for uh for to take like you know to take me and uh this contest was held there and it was like 30 bucks for the um the entry fee or whatever and uh you could ride woodward for three days pretty much so my parents thought of it as like a no-brainer to you know to go down there it's only like four or five hours from us and so we ended up taking two of the kids that i had um that kind of had like taken me under their wing at the skate park and uh like taught me a lot of things so we took two of them and uh we took our trailer that we had at the time and we just like found a camp spot. It was super fun. One of probably the most memorable times of riding for sure, because I remember it was such like a different thing and I've never ridden a contest and I ended up taking second in um, park and second in vert, which was like the first time I've ever seen vert, a vert ramp in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, so for like a 10 year old to like, you know, drop in to like this huge ramp and then end up getting second was pretty cool. And then obviously getting second in park, which was, you know, such a big like eye opener for like me and my parents. Um, and, uh, and then after that, it was just like, I felt like it was almost like every other weekend was like a different, different contest. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just always a little, little jams here and there, but we would, you know, go everywhere, go to the, um, go to the Bay area we would go up north a little bit. We would go down to the San Diego and like Southern California all the time. I feel like that, like, I remember there was like a, a month where we would go down to San Diego almost like every, every weekend. Yeah. All for like competitions then. Yeah. All for competitions. And then at the time when I was younger too, I was doing a lot of commercials. So like going down there for contests, going down there for, you know, auditions, going that, you know what I mean? Just was, was, all different stuff. Were these stuff. now auditions for, for like, B, like sponsorships and BMX or is that now different, different? Uh, no, no. So these were for auditions for like, like uh, TV commercials oh, and okay. stuff like that. And so uh, me being young and being able to ride a bike pretty good, you know, there's actually a lot of people like, you know, TV stuff out there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much, we would just go down there all the time. Like it was crazy. Cause it seems like it was just like a, such a whirlwind, whirlwind of like, you know, events. Yeah, just go, going for, well, I said, you, you said you wrote that first competition when you were 10 years old already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And well, like I said, that's insane. Like I said, most people like dream they could start at that age. And like I said, you coming second in your first comp in that age already. I think that can, that can only like propel you to whatever heights. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, it's crazy too. Cause when I was younger, I have pictures of me on like podiums, um, and 
you know, just some local like contests in like the Bay Area and stuff. And uh, I'm literally like, I'm like this tall and all these people are like towering me, towering above me. And uh, <laughs> it's insane because like I was, I'm pretty sure I got second in that contest. Mm. And these dudes are like, you know, 19 years old and I'm like, you know, only like 11 or yeah. something like that in there. And it's, it's crazy to think because like yeah. I, I remember a lot what would happen too is like, um, I feel like almost every contest I went to, they would, um, I wasn't allowed to ride in my age group. Okay. Jeez. So I would go and I wouldn't be able to, uh, be able to ride in my like yeah. you know, age group or whatever, because I was too good. And so, uh, I would get bumped up to like the 15 to 19 class or like the pro class or something like that. And, um, I would still do really good. And most of the time in those contests, I would still get podium or top five or something like that. But, um, I just remember that was such like a, a big thing, but honestly, like that, that probably helped me the most was getting, you know, making me get out of my comfort zone and go against some people who I, uh, you know, didn't think I could go against. And yeah, basically throwing you into the deep end in that stage. Was it, but yeah, you, you like said, okay, obviously with a little bit like that, there's, there's a, there's definitely natural talent. And like I said, when the first time when I saw you at, at ultimate X and that, I was like, I couldn't believe when they said, oh, but this kid is 18 years old. I was like, there's no way. He's like, I said, he's, he's like, he's outperforming some of the guys that are v- considered veterans in the sport. And, um, like she, even the South African talent, like I said, the, 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 there's no comparison in that. Um, but like I said, I think one of the key things that you mentioned now was uh, the little training resume. I think that's the, the like I said, having treating it as a normal structured sport, having set training days and going for a comp instead of having game day on Friday or Saturday, then like I said, going to a contest over the weekends or in the week or whenever. Yeah, um, I think that really helped me a lot too and get also in like that like competitive like mindset because mm. I was always so used to being, I was always competitive as like a younger kid as well. Yeah. Like um, going to football games, I would always want to win. I would always, you know what I mean? Like I would do whatever I could to, you know, try to win. Exactly. Um, but, but it, the thing that I also noticed is like, I, I never liked the like team aspect of it. Cause it was always like, I fit you know, as no, as hard as I would try. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. It depends on how everybody else is. So like exactly. this, it is like, like, uh, BMX is an individual sport. So like, um, but I love the, also like the family aspect of it. Cause it does feel like a team, Yeah. but yes. Um, yeah. Like making it a structured thing, I think is like, honestly, one of the biggest things that, um, you know, has made it for me as well. Like that, like starting with that, you know, base as a young kid like it helped for sure but uh obviously like most of the guys that like the, the south african guys they have to balance basically a work-life schedule there's like I said one of the guys one of the guys and now like i shoot with the regularly uh Vin, vincent langoni he's yeah yeah got his, he's got his nine to five job and then he still needs to practice but in in that time how did you manage to balance school life and then still being able to practice and compete over the weekends so uh, when I was younger, it was a little bit easier. Um, like elementary school, they uh, they really they actually helped me a lot. Um, but a lot of the times too with that was like I was also a younger kid, so it was just like not really like training. It was more of just like me going and riding the park, and that's okay. like practicing some like you know four to five tricks that uh, kind of scared me. And that was like the big. That's like a big thing too that like my parents and I came up with was. Um, do five tricks 
that like kind of scared me or a little bit bigger mm-hmm. um, that I, I want to practice five different times or five times a day. So pretty much like five tricks, five times a day. And so um, they could be back to back. They could be throughout the this, this session or whatever. And I still do that today. And that honestly helped, like has helped me with so many tricks. But um, the way I balance school and stuff, um, like middle school, I ended up going, like the first year of middle school, I ended up uh, going to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that helped a lot because then that freed up so much time that I could just be doing some homework on, you know, on my computer while we're driving somewhere or something like that. Yeah. And uh, we, yeah, we, we went everywhere. And then it turned, uh, ended up like halfway through that school year. So like around like December mm-hmm. of uh 2012 yeah december 2012 i ended up breaking my leg like my tib fib and ankle uh and that was probably like the the worst injury i've had because i couldn't ride for a complete year like from from december 2012 i couldn't ride up until december 2013 so in between that time i was i couldn't ride i couldn't do any running i couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. like that um didn't go to the gym and so my parents kind of gave me you know they're like look you're not gonna be able to ride for this year do you want to just go back to regular school for this time or do you want to stay on homeschool and at the time I was already kind of over homeschool because I'm like a very social person yeah and so uh I wanted I was just stuck at home pretty much playing video games all the time I was just wanted to get out and like wanted to like you know go hang out with friends and I just couldn't so uh yeah, when I eighth grade, I went to middle school, and that was fine because I didn't ride that entire year. But then getting into high school, I um, had a real tough time with school because mm. I I did good during school, and then junior year, so my third year in high school, about halfway through, they were like, um, my school was pretty much just like, look, you you can't be missing so many days, mm. like you missed. I think it was like 32, 32 days or something like that. And it was only halfway through the year. Mm. And I was like, well, my grades are fine. My teachers don't have a problem with it. I don't see what the problem is here. Like, obviously the only reason why you guys are getting, you know, mad about it is because you guys want your funding because I'm not in the seat. Yeah, exactly. Which is totally understandable. But the thing that was making me so frustrated about it was the fact that there were so many kids that I could list off the top of my head that like I knew had gotten the same letters like for truancy and, um, but they were, they weren't doing anything productive and anything like that. So it's like, they were just missing school cause they wanted to miss school. Yeah, you know what I mean? just and so it's like, why are you going to hinder me trying to do good mm. just because, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. But I guess they can't single out kids as well. So they got to, you know, but uh, that was something that was really frustrating because it was like, I'm not, you know, I had good grades. I was like, like one of the favorite kids in almost all my, you know, classes. And so it's like that, that was just a really frustrating time because it was like, I was also, because if it was a kid doing football or a kid doing soccer or something like that, that like the school, you know, kind of like promotes, I guess, then it's like it would have been fine. They would have let it, you know, slide. 
Exactly, but that's that's exactly my next question now is, um, did you ever struggle with the fact where they saw like there's no future in like riding BMX for a living? Yeah, like, so a lot. It as a as a waste of time, and you just actually goofing around in this. Yeah, so like uh, the one of the times that I remember the most was um, actually my like sophomore year. Mm-hmm. No, it was my freshman year. Um, my English teacher, she, um, she was like the worst, <laughs> the worst teacher, I think for sure. Cause everyone in the, the class didn't take her seriously just cause she wasn't like, she just was like just this weird lady. But anyway, she would, I remember her telling, uh, we were doing this, like this writing project and it was about, you know, uh, careers and what we wanted to do. And that we had to like go through this, like, like website that had, all these listed careers and we had to pick from those mm. to do. And then we had to write about it. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not like, so I asked her, I was like, Hey, can I just do this? Cause I'm already kind of on this path. And exactly. she's like, are you really are like, and she pretty much said this, like in front of the whole class, she's like, are you really like, she's like, are you serious? Like she kind of like, was like, are you serious? And like the thing too, at that time was like, I already had kind of a big following on Instagram and stuff like that. And all my friends I had, you know, obviously at the time had Instagram. So it was like, they all knew that I was kind of going places with, exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. BMX. Mm. And so everyone kind of like was laughing because it was like, they kind of knew that mm. I had was already kind of like there in a sense. Like I was on my way to being what I already wanted, like what I wanted to be a professional BMX rider. Yeah. And um, so they all kind of got like mad about it too. And so like, but she just pretty much was like, no, you need to choose like a real career, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Like, and I pretty much told her, I was like, why isn't this a real career? Like I have multiple friends who have houses, have families, you know, that are supported like their whole entire life through yeah. BMX. Like, exactly, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it, there's no reason why you shouldn't be giving it the, the, like, you know, respect that it needs. And pretty much. And she was like, well, you need to choose one from this, this list and blah, blah, this, blah, blah. So I ended up just choosing like this, stupid topic but yeah, <laughs> yeah just to show yeah, that was something that really pissed me <laughs> off yeah pretty much and then the funniest thing too is later that year i ended up doing a bmx show mm. at the school yeah. and i remember walked like looking at her and just like thinking in my head like you were literally like you know telling me that this is not a career but then i'm doing this show at the school to like promote you know whatever exactly yeah it's funny so so getting to more to the side of actually doing it for a living like i said it's all fun to be able to like after whatever go and ride at the park and go and just have fun and and that but at what point did you start actually like i said make it where you start earning earning from that making a bit not making a living yet but like basically start like sponsors paying you to do this uh do this full time um i would say i was about like whenever I got with monsters. So like, I think when I was 15, I was about 15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's when they gave me like, you know, a travel budget and stuff like that. And that really, that, that's what initially like started me traveling a lot because I, um, that was the only thing I was like holding me back was, you know, the money to get me to these contests. Mm. And uh, what happened was, is that we, um, you know, at the time my parents had, you know, 
paid out of their pocket and I had used money that I had saved up from like, you know, commercials and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, to go to these, you know, bigger contests. And uh, Monster was holding these contests called the Recon Tour, which is like pretty much was this, um, you know, series where they went around California, like, you know, there was like two, no, one stop in California and like some other stops on the East Coast. And then there was a final stop in like, you know, at the unit, which was in uh, North Carolina. Yeah. And pretty much if you had won a stop, you got um, invited to the finals and stuff like that. And um, I think you had like your hotel paid for and stuff. But um, so I, I was going to those a lot and I would we go to San Diego for that and I would do really good. And then um, I ended up going to uh, finally – flying to um rye airfield which was in um i forget where it's at actually but it's on the east coast mm-hmm. and i ended up i ended up winning that one and um that's pretty much what got me uh invited to the finals and then that's when i did like third i think in overall finals um i remember the, fun- the funniest part about that was the they I didn't understand the final setup thing that they did and, uh, or not, I think I got fourth in that. Uh, and so I thought it was just like a run, like, cause we were just doing a run for like this little bit. And then we had another contest later, but they ended up doing it all in one. And so I didn't do as nearly as good as I wanted to in this contest. (laughs) And then they were like, Oh, we're announcing finals or the like, you know, podiums. And I was like, wait, I thought there was more, Yeah, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) I, yeah, so those really helped. And then I would go to these contests um, at uh, Brett Benesay, which is part of uh, the kitchen. I would go there a lot and um, do contests there. And that's pretty much what started me um, traveling. And then when I was, you know, about 15, which was around this time, Monster uh, approached me. And then that's how, yeah, yeah I, that's pretty much when I first started getting, you know, paid to go to these contests and stuff. Like I said, that, that, like I said, I think that's that's the crucial part of having like these sponsors and the the Monster Army project basically to to get like young guys like you to the level because ninety percent of the time it's it's um, like travel budget. People don't have the money to 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 do all these travels and do a nine to five job and pay their bills and do all this and this and then still excel in a sport like that. So having them or companies like them get at, like from fifteen years old already backing you and getting behind you and supporting you and that, I think that's, I think that might be one of the crucial parts in, in this whole thing. Definitely. Honestly, like, I don't know where I'd be without, um, monster army. Like they, they have helped me so much the the entire time that I've been with them. And it's been, you know, since day one, it's been, it's been sick for yeah. sure. Um, it's, yeah, I, it's definitely insane too on like, the the level as well because i think like i look back at videos of when i was 15 and it's like it's crazy how much i've progressed since then mm. and it's crazy how much the sport has progressed and it's just like if i i don't know how i'd be able to get to where <laughs> i am without them like it's just yeah it's just insane no. i can't thank them enough yeah, it looks at, well now moving to a spot like where we are now in this lockdown and that and the, all these comps are getting cancelled and you can't do this and this and that. But how does like I said uh, an athlete like yourself still sustain that and still 
because obviously monster needs a certain value from from your side or like so to commit to to give them exposure or like the yeah. every way around how does an athlete like you during a time like in lockdown where still still provide that value to them so um Luckily for me, I still have my, you know, I have my ramp set up, which is like not actually at my house, but it's out on my friend's land, you know, about like a couple miles from my house. And um, so I haven't really felt the lockdown mm. or like the quarantine shutdown as much as some people. Mm. Um, like I was talking to my friend Kieran Riley yesterday and he was saying that uh, he hasn't rode. He only rode two times in the past like six weeks. Jeez. And he's one of like those top guys that is like, you know, um, throwing some big heavy bangers. And it's like insane because if I didn't have my ramps, I would just be sitting here. And so honestly, like uh, the only thing that I've really noticed is that I don't have any shows to do. I don't have any um, and I don't have any contests to travel to. Yeah. Uh, and this is probably the longest time that I've ever stayed, like been home for one time. Exactly. And uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like it's bittersweet because it's nice because mm. it's like I kind of can get back into this like schedule of like training hard and stuff like that, kind of like off season. Um, and uh, but it's you know it sucks because it's like I want to travel and I want to be yeah, going to these yeah. contests. But yeah, pretty much I've just been um, trying to ride as much as I can uh, with this whole quarantine thing. Um, it's been kind of easier for me to find people to ride with and also to. Um, go out there with me because I don't really like going out there by myself just because yeah. of it is out in the field so I don't want to just fall and then no one knows that I'm yeah, out there and uh, <laughs> yeah um and so uh yeah I've just been getting this routine of just you know waking up you know making some food eating going out there going and riding getting it done early getting some you know good time in I try to put um I try to put in at least like you know two two and a half hours to three hours. Cause I don't like to go out there and get burned off that much or as much. Cause I feel like if I go out there and I ride for a long time, like it's just, um, I'm going to be like the next day, I'm just going to be like, man, I wrote a lot yesterday. You know what I mean? Cause, cause I do come back home, you know, I do work out yes. eat again. And then from then on, it's just, you know, just relaxing or whatever because I can't really do much anyway that's that's actually the other other question that I had because I had this conversation with a friend of mine uh, the other day and when I referred to um, guys riding BMX and skateboarders and motocross and that as athletes they kind of laughed not laughed at me but like I said how how are they considered athletes and then I said, but well, have you seen what they actually do for a living? Yeah, yeah. Get on a bike and pedal around a, a course. You yeah, it's it's oh. rough. <laughs> so to what extent does, does like fitness and nutrition and all that get, in, get involved in, 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 in the sport at the moment? Like I said, especially at the young age now where you start building onto that. And, and like I said, what what role does that play in, in, in your life and, and being a pro BMX rider? So um, – a lot of it too is like I, I make sure not to like you know because I'm not trying to lift or anything like that and right now I'm just kind of on this program of um just like a hit program pretty much and that's high intensity interval training yeah. um and uh my local gym helps me out and stuff like that uh it's called Sierra Tango Fitness it's more of like a military kind of you know vibe to it and uh so pretty much it's just a lot of like you know um you know cardio core on off type things and uh but it's, it's mainly, it's mainly a strength, like, um, training kind of program. Yeah. And that's pretty much what I do. 
all the time. And then um, lately I've been getting in the mood of uh, the mode of like getting up, running, you know, not, maybe not for a long period of time or a long exactly. distance, yeah. but you know, just getting out and running, just, yeah. you know, maybe like a mile and a half or something yeah. like that. And um, just to kind of get, you know, things going. And also it's just kind of helps and mm. eventually I can build on that. But um, you know, I, I kind of take it uh, pretty seriously. Um, not super seriously. I just make sure to do it like every day or here and there. If I'm riding one day and I'm, you know, putting a lot of, you know, work in then I'm just going to chill that day. Next day I'll do the gym or, you know what I mean? Like here and there, take it off. Uh, nutrition. I've been, meal, I usually just meal prep, uh, mainly just to save money and also to, um, you know, nutritional value and also just a home cooked meal is better than going Yeah. And also I, I enjoy cooking it. Cooking's fun in my opinion and I have a good time with it. So, uh, yeah, um, pretty much that's it. Like I try to, you know, make sure to be eating like, you know, pretty good. I don't necessarily like try to limit myself or, um, you know, obviously like I don't try to like, you know, eat sweets too much or like, you know, uh, drink, too many like sodas or something like that and then um and uh what's it called um dang i totally lost my train of thought (laughs) but yeah i don't i don't try to like you know because i am burning a lot of calories so like i i remember when i had my watch on um i was just curious one day to see how many calories calories i burned i think in like a two-hour session i burned like nearly 1200 calories and it's like Mm. it's insane because it's like I'll go, I'll eat before I ride yeah. and I ride and then I, right after I can eat like the same meal that I had before, prior if it was like a big meal. So yeah, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't really try to, you know, try to limit myself too much because I, I am on like always burning a lot of calories. Exactly. So, um, yeah, for that, that like in that like nutritional and, um, wise, it's just kind of like, no, but I think, well, it sounds to me, it sounds to me you got the, like I said, the perfect setup. You've got your training resume um, back um, down. You treat it basically as a normal, well, like I said, it is a sport, but you, you use the same training schedule as any other sport would do. Um, you keep your fitness up and you keep, and you've got the backing from Monster and all these other players to push you, like I said, to, like I said, there is no, 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 no excuses in that sense to, unless you get an injury or something from, from that nature, uh, yeah. to just keep on excelling. That's why it's like every time I go to your your Instagram story, like yesterday, I showed my girlfriend. It's like just look at this kid. Like, she wanted to know who's the, who I'm going to chat to today, and um, I sent like went to your Instagram and I showed it. And she said it's insane. Like, said they can't believe the when when they actually see you guys riding and that it's it's really on on another level. It, there's nothing nothing compared to it. It's it's insane. But even even like I said, it's the South African guys. Thank um, you. To, to the US, like I said, the competition between it's yeah, there's there's completely different levels in in, the, in this game. Yeah, um, it's it's insane on how much like BMX has progressed. Because I remember when I was when I was younger and I was growing up, mm-hmm. a tail up to bar spin was like insane. It was yeah. insane <laughs> to see that, or like a double whip over the box was insane. And now it's like people are doing quad whips, yeah. potentially, probably working on doing what like a. What would that even be? Yeah, like, what like, <laughs> like, it's just insane to think about whip. that. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just like, like in Pump VMX, it's just like, 
<laughs> going all the way. So, but in knowing that now, like I said, you being the age that you are, do you feel a certain certain pressure basically to elevate the sport and like not going there and say, like, okay, I know this is possible, but um, pushing it to just another level and actually attempting bigger stuff to 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 push that push that level. Well, yes, um, it's it's weird because I'm in this position of that I need to prove myself too. Mm. Cause I am also like that up and come, like an up and coming. Yeah. So I'm in that, um, you know, range of that. I need to not only progress and catch up with everybody else, but I need to further and surpass them yes. as well. And, and, um, Nick Bruce actually, who is like, you know, a really big pro and also well, really well known. Yeah. Um, he, uh, even stated before, I think in a uh, an interview, I can't remember if it's for Ride BMX or um, or should I say our BMX and um, or Vital, but he he states that uh, he feels that he was doing way gnarlier tricks and way gnarlier um, runs uh, back in the day when he was up and coming than he is now. But he's getting better, uh, you know, better uh, standings, I guess, or um, He's placing. He's placing better now than he was then, oh, and he was doing. He was doing gnarlier things then than mm-hmm. he is now, um, and so that you know, it just kind of goes with honestly who you who you are too. Like that, um, that you want them to know your name pretty much. Basically. And so, like, uh, yeah, I think it's it's really hard, you know, being where I am as well. Like. Uh, just like with, you know, Justin Dow and, you know, Rim Nakamura, like they, they have, you know, they've made it known who they are. So it's like, I need That's what I'm, what I need to do and what I'm working on. Yeah. So I need to, you know, you know, pretty much just go out there and and throw down and just try to kick ass pretty much. And seeing, like I said, you, you wanting to elevate and said, do you feel like you want just to focus on a specific thing? Um, my, my, my idea behind this is like, if I see, I'm, I'm a bit more familiar with the, um, like I said, if I can refer to motocross and FMX and that, um, if I think of Jacko strong, um, I see him as an, you know, he's a best trick type of guy. He goes out there and does, he, he does one insane trick. He practices a whole year to get the new, one new thing done. And, and like a best trick type of guy. Yeah, he's, he's that type of guy. He's not a guy that'll go into a contest and ride. And where do you see yourself going and going into a route of trying to invent these new tricks and, and, or just going and getting solid runs in and owning the competition in that sense. And, 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 so uh it's it's weird because every time i go to a contest i always kind of think back on what i was struggling in or struggling with during that Mm -hmm. but like because sometimes i go to a contest i'm like man i was struggling with that course like i need to learn to get like i need to i need to just get better with certain things or this thing was you know bugging me on this course and i was really struggling with it so i would you know try to find something that's like similar to it or you know ride different parks a lot more to kind of get like used to different things or um if i feel like um something that i always like to work on is my like you know cardio and stuff and obviously that goes into training and stuff so that's why i've been trying to run more and stuff like that as well or uh what i sometimes do and I need to get back in the habit of is um, I'll time myself out when I'm riding my riding the ramp yeah. and 
I'll try to, you know, tell when it's like, you know, a minute has been, or I'll have someone time me for a minute and then they'll tell me when it's done. And so, and that's, you know, just kind of, I'll just pinpoint what I would want to try. Or if I say like, Hey, I need to learn some bigger tricks. And that's kind of what I've been working on recently too, is more of like, uh, getting better at doing lines. So just putting together lines, um, and being able to, uh, do one thing straight into another, mm. uh, being able to do a big trick in the middle of other tricks. So like if I want to do like, say for instance, recently front flip bars, I've been doing front flip bars, um, for only about since earlier this year, I just learned them. Okay. Um, but I, I've, I've learned like front flip bar to tuck. I've learned front flip double bar. Uh, and so I've been, you know, messing with different things with front flips, uh, and so I've been trying to put front flip bars in like that last minute where I'm like kind of, you know, um, running out of, you know, pretty much energy yeah. and I'll like do a crazy line and I'll try to do it at the end or, um, you know, so it's just, uh, working on when I can throw things when I, you know what I mean? And then another thing too is, um, what's it called? I've been kind of, trying to think outside the box like you don't really see too many front flips i feel like so i've been trying to like you know mess with those you don't see front flip bars really ever so i've been trying to do more of those um, in contests and stuff and i i kind of like to look like you know um since i'm a goofy rider so i'm you know goofy footed and stuff like that uh i have kind of like an advantage of being different from everybody so i like to you know embrace that and uh kind of try different things so like um i don't know it's just i try to do different things than everybody else because i i always look at you look at contests and you just kind of sometimes you're like man that would look like a lot of the same stuff like you know and you get kind of tired of it and i don't want i don't want someone to look at the run that i do and think like and be like oh well that just looks like everybody else exactly i want them to be like wow, like that was, it, it you know, like up, that was yeah. a Bryce try and run. Like that, that was like so unique and like so different. And exactly. so like, that's what I like to try to do and try to like come up with is just different unique things yeah. and stuff. So yeah, but that's the, that's the first thing that I, that, that you can notice from anyone. If you, even if you watch the practice in a run, if you guys are just practicing and that you can, you can see a guy that when he struggles with the, with the flow of the course and then it adds, adds on, as soon as he's struggling with the flow, he's, he's, he's he gets tired, he gets frustrated. And then all of a sudden they're trying to pull this big trick out of the hat and they can't land it. And that's actually when they get injured. And then like I said, it just yeah. snowballs into this, and it makes for a horrible event. And then all of us, you see guys quitting just because of, of just not getting over that, that, that thing. And, and like I said, fit, that's why I asked about your, your fitness. Cause I saw so like, even, even our like, local skate park here, you see so many of the guys, they are, they're just weekend warriors, but they, they don't, they can't understand why they keep on getting injured and while they keep on falling and crashing and whatever, because they, they, they think of, they can just go and buy fast food and drink and party and this and this and that. Yeah. And, and then next day they can go and hit the park and, and be amazing. But, and then they struggle and they can't find the rhythm and they don't know why. And it's because they're not committed to it in, in that sense. Yes, they can have fun on the weekends and they, but they, they can't expect much from that. And that's yeah. what separates between be doing it as just for fun, like me getting on my board or bike and, and doing it or someone that like yeah. yourself that does it 
like on a pro level, they can actually attach that pro to yeah. to your name and say, okay, I'm doing this for a living and doing it as a professional. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it too is uh, consistency, like being able to go and ride on a consistent rate. Like yeah. I know, like even though I have muscle memory, like I can not ride for like, you know, two weeks. Mm. Uh, or I'll, let's just say a week. Like if I don't ride for a week, I know that like the first time I get on a bike, I can do like a foot bar or a foot bar tuck and like all this stuff that I've had before, mm-hmm. but it still feels weird. Yeah. Even though I don't ride for a week, I still, still feel really like weird. And even though I'm on this level that I am, yeah. it everything still feels like yeah. kind of weird. But when I'm riding every day or every other day, consistently it's i feel like amazing i can Mm. do like most of the time if i'm riding for a week straight i can do the like the last trick that i was like struggling with the beginning of the week yeah the first like one of the first tricks i can do at the end of the week after riding for a while you know what i mean like it's like um i don't know i think just consistency uh just, you know, helps a lot, mainly just because it's like confidence as well, mm. you know? Um, and um, yeah, that's just pretty much, I think the biggest factor when it comes to like, uh, from people, you know, just doing it as for, for, for fun mm. and then to, you know, a pro, just like a lot of consistency. Exactly. Well, I said, okay, well, you could, like, uh, the, the other thing I wanted to, to ask is, is um, how, like I said, okay, now obviously with, with Monster being your, your main sponsor and that, um, how does, how does that like interaction, like I said, especially being this young, because now you've moved into um, basically where you need to get these companies and that on board to basically pay for this and eventually have you buy a house and cars and support a family with riding BMX. So what, what aids do you like? I said, what, what, like any anything that helps you to, to prepare for something like that, and um, to actually get you to a point where you can like, sustain it as a as a as a viable income to to support your family and um, anything else that you might want. Um, I would say uh, honestly, just I save as much money as I can. Fortunately, like I have supportive parents, so my parents are like, look, as long as you're riding, you know, BMX and you're traveling and you're, you know constantly you know doing this thing you can live here for rent free for for as long as you are but or as long as you want but if you start to you know kind of slack off a little bit and just you know don't ride and then you know you're not working or whatever then you're gonna need to start paying rent or find somewhere else to you know live and so because my the way that my parents and i look at is like look if i'm traveling for you know every month I'm going to be gone for about a week or two. Yeah. It's like, there's no, there's no reason I should be paying for rent yeah. for a month when I'm only going to be there for about two weeks. Exactly. So it's just kind of a waste of money. So that really helps with, you know, putting money aside and stuff like that. And, um, just honestly, and also too, like just making sure that I'm like, try to like do good at contests, obviously, cause that also puts money in my account as well. So, yeah, yeah. um, and then whenever I'm, you know, not doing, uh, contests and stuff. I'm doing BMX shows, okay. and um, obviously with the pandemic, it's been kind of yeah. <laughs> obviously all the schools are closed. But um, but yeah, so uh, I do school shows, and that really helps with money as well. And so that's pretty much pretty much it. Honestly, is just you know uh, being smart with my money. You know, meal prepping helps, and it's also really good. You know, um, yeah. 
for nutrition as well. Uh, and so luckily with like BMX and being like an athlete, like you can kind of get a lot of things, um, through sponsorships and stuff. So like, uh, like my local gym that I go to that they help me out a lot and, um, they just want to see me succeed. So, yeah. uh, they fortunately helped me out with, um, you know, the fee for that. And so that helps, uh, you know, Vans helps me with, you know, shoes. So like a lot of things that I get through sponsorships also really help a lot too. Like, um, that helps me save money and, you know, put towards, you know, my future. And, uh, so yeah, but a lot of it too is like putting money, um, like kind of investing it back into me though too so it's been a lot like investing it back into me because i want to do good so like the ramps for instance like that was investing in you know towards my future pretty much and like that and that's probably like the biggest investment that i've you know that we've done is like that right there has helped me tremendously it is insane on how much like that has helped me so because when I, when we first built that, I was like scared to double whip the box, like yeah. double whip the thing. Like, and then now it's like, that's so easy. Like I'm working on, you know, doing switch double whips over it. Now I can do regular triple whips. I can do 360 triple whips on it. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just like, it's insane. No, I think that's like, so the key thing, but it does, does a company like, uh, cause for instance, monster help you in that sense to plan for that? Or do they basically say, well, here's your money, you go, you do you and then go forward or that, or do they actually also like mentor you, especially in the stage with, with the monster army? Cause, um, well, they pretty much just like, Hey, here's your money. Pretty much you do this. Um, I would say that my parents have helped me more. Mm. They, they, they're because monster is more of just like a, an employer type of thing. So yes, it's just yes, like, yes. uh, like, you know, regular employer is not going to be like, Oh, Hey, do yeah. not spend your money on yeah. all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're going to yeah, be like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, that it's pretty much just that. And I mean, I'm not expecting them to, you know, help me with that. Cause you know, I obviously have my parents and stuff mm, like that. True. Yeah. But, um, if I mean, if I were to need to ask for help from them, they probably would help me from yeah. like, you know, you know, financially, like, for, exactly. like, you know, so for some, uh, like an advisor type of thing, but, uh, yeah, they, it's pretty much it. They just yeah. kind of just like, Hey, here it is. This is what your contract is. I see. Uh, yeah. Like I said, obviously then at this stage, your parents helped you with, with like negotiating contracts and all those things and, and, and getting, getting those and making sure you don't pull on the short end when you, when you signed on that dotted line. Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, they've, they've helped me with everything. I always yeah. go to them for, you know, whatever. That's um, perfect, yeah. and so, yeah, it's, I, I always talk to them about everything. No, that like I said, I think like, like I said in the start, like you have, it sounds to me like you have it all, like I said, lined up to, to make a massive success of yourself. And like I said, being like doing this <laughs> full time and going, being 30, 40 years old and still being able to do it for a living and riding and, and, and competing and, and, and at, at, a, at the level that you are now and even higher. I think that's, it's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's, um, well, that's the goal, you know, is like try to stay healthy uh, and ride us for as long as I can and just keep continuing having fun and traveling. Cause yeah. it's, you know what I love to do and I want to do it as long as I can. So it's just, exactly. um, I think that's also a biggest thing too, is, um, when the doctor says, this is how long you should, <laughs> you yeah. need to stay off the bike, stay off the bike, <laughs> like yeah. just stay off. Just cause, and that's a big thing that my parents 
you know, uh, made me do when I was always like, if I had, a, when I broke my leg or, mm-hmm. uh, broke my, um, foot and stuff like that was the doctor said you needed to heal for this long, yeah. heal for this long. Cause you don't want to go back and potentially, yeah. you know, weaken it or, you know, break it again or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much, you know, just taking the right precautions just as, Keep my body in a good shape. Well, look, I, I made that mistake when I was still younger because in, in South Africa, rugby is quite big. And um, I played for, from like, in, I don't know sure what the, but like, from the first opportunity where I was able to do tryouts for our first team, rugby team, um, I was able to do it. And I had, um, like I said, I went on holiday, injured my knee, had to get a knee up. And um, the doctor also said to me, well, take this time off, make sure that, and I was, I was actually like, I still had stitches in my knee from the surgery. I just bandaged my knee up and went and it actually, I had to a year after that, I had to get another knee operation. I think that's exactly yeah, the that's thing. Rough. And people don't, people like said, no, no, what do these doctors know? They actually know a hell of a lot. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure you have a long, like your longevity in your, in your, in your um, career as a, as a professional athlete, especially with the punishment that your body takes. Like uh, bailing on, on, on those things is, that that's a punishment on your on your body, and if you're not fit, and healthy, and that you're gonna like I said, it's gonna be a long time. Like said, you're gonna injure yourself more than you're gonna ride in that sense. Definitely, um, yeah, I I take that stuff very seriously and stuff, and like uh, make sure that if I do get hurt yeah. uh, while riding, like I I I think I rolled my ankle about probably like right when I got back from Estonia, and that was like right before the whole. Um, like lockdown and quarantines happened yeah. and um i rolled my ankle and it's still bugging me to this day like when i like like i can feel it but i you know when when it happened you know i took precautions and like iced it you know yeah. made sure to you know not ride for a little bit take it easy and like i just make sure to always you know take my health like yeah. seriously because that's that's like the biggest thing is like i'm not going to try to hinder my body because my body is literally like one I enjoy riding my bike and I want to continue enjoying it, not like being in pain. And two, uh, this is like, my body is my career pretty much. So it's like, I need my body to, you know, continue what I want to do in life. So it's like, I take it very seriously. I think that's like some of these guys I see, I'm like, they're like, Oh yeah. Like just got off a broken collarbone about two weeks ago. Like, you know, first session back. And I'm like, dude, yeah, (laughs) like, yeah. You know, and the next, you know, story post later, Oh, rebroke my collarbone. Next, you know, it's going to be another two weeks out. And it's like, dude, yeah. just let it heal. Like, just don't mm. rush it. There's no, like you have the rest of your life to do this. Just, take yeah, it easy. just exactly. Well, talking about the, like the future and the rest of your life and that, what are, what are your goals? Like I said, now, after this whole lockdown ends and we can get back to the new normal, um, what would, what would, what are you looking forward to achieving? Like I said, maybe the rest of the year or something that you're aiming for next year or five years down the line. What are your goals going forward? Honestly, man, it's just, uh, my goals going forward are is to just to like ride and be the best that I can be at riding and, yeah. um, try to get there safely. Um, and just continue traveling and doing good at contests. I want to start doing better at contests. Um, that's one thing that ultimate X really helped me with was, uh, my confidence too. Cause that really showed me that I could like keep up with these guys that are, you know, the, um, the giants and BMX, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that's like the biggest thing is like, mm. 
going I, I go to contests and it's like it's still crazy that i'm going up against like logan martin nick bruce and all them like you know what i mean pat casey yeah. like all these people that i looked up to when i was like younger and mm-hmm. um that were you know they were on their up up like you know they were up and coming then and like now i'm on my up and coming and i'm like yeah. trying to go against these guys and it's just that's probably my like my biggest thing that was just to be the best that i can be um, i'd like to get invited to x games mm-hmm. i wanted to get invited this year and that's why i was hitting um gonna go pretty hard in the uh uh the gosh what is it called toyota triple challenge dirt yeah. contest which is uh pretty much kind of like um like not like the dirt qualifier, but if you do good there, you have a potential of getting invited to X games dirt. And that's really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so unfortunately X games are canceled this year. Yeah. So hopefully it comes back next year. Yeah. Um, I know they were struggling. They've been struggling. So I hope they're, you know, stay around cause I do want to get invited to that. Cause it's always been like a dream of mine. Exactly. And, um, yeah, it's just, continue with my training and do as much as I can learn, you know, some bigger tricks and just finally, you know, put it all together. Yeah. Cause I think I'm there. It's just, I have the tricks and everything. It's just, I need to, mm. you know, put it together. Yeah. Again, that inconsistency then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Well, like I said, to, to, to end off the, the, the podcast and that now, what would, um, like I said, a small, like rules to live by, um, that, that you, like I said, structure your life around and structure your riding around. What, what are those rules that you live by? Have fun. Just yeah. do what makes you happy. Like, honestly, it's just, if, you know, obviously I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't having fun. Mm. And so it's like, and if you're not having fun, then it's like, then what are you doing it for? So exactly. that's the biggest thing You just have fun and make sure to like, you know, don't burn yourself out as well. Like, you know, um, as much as you want to ride every single day, like ride every single day, but like, you know, you gotta limit yourself because you want to be able to be like, man, I want to get out back out there. I want to get back out there yeah, you know, and yeah. keep that like motivation and drive going. Um, but yeah, just I would just say have fun, man, and just do it, you know. Awesome, man. Do what you can. I think that's that's a perfect ending ending to this all. And um, again, thanks for thanks for accepting the invite and coming onto the podcast. And like I said, of spending course. thanks for having me, man. It's it was, an it was hour, fun. Just just under an hour now that we've spent. Um, but yeah, it's like looking forward to seeing you um, as soon as Ultimate X. Oh, yeah, Ultimate X is back here in South Africa. Then uh, we'll definitely. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I can't wait. We were so bummed when we literally the day of our flight yeah. got canceled. Like uh, the oh, you know shit. president had you know uh, canceled it, and I was like, yeah. man, that's that that's, sucks. Because my girlfriend, m- me, my girlfriend, my mom, and my dad were all going. Yeah. And my dad and I were hyping it up, and it's just yeah, it was a bummer. But I, 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 I chatted to your dad as well because I said to him, well, "Is Papa T going to come back to X, uh, Ultimate X this game?" And he says, <laughs> "The whole family's on their way." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were we were ready to go. Uh, yeah, it was literally crazy because we, uh, my parents and I, or my parents were more of like on the fence because they're like, "Look, we don't want to risk it just in case because yeah. they have work and everything and they can't mm. afford to miss it." Yeah. Um, and then um, so they ended up canceling like two days before and then my girlfriend and i were like screw it whatever we're gonna go no matter what like yeah. uh and then next thing you know like literally as we were starting to pack to go it was the day of our flight yeah. and then the uh you know janelle was like yeah the president just canceled all like you know big uh big events know, groupings and yeah big events and stuff like that and we're like gosh 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, so, so bummer, but yeah, so. gotta take precautions, I guess. Definitely. Well, what's it? Looking forward to seeing you back in action. And um, like I said, if anyone wants to see you, you in action and under lockdown and need some, like I said, where can they get you online and and, and see your stuff? Yeah. Um, they can just look me up on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Facebook is just Bryce Tryon, uh, B R Y C E T R Y O N, and uh, my Instagram is just Tryon BMX, just like try on your shoes. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm probably going to start doing YouTube again. So you can just look at me up on YouTube. Uh, Perfect, my name is my, my name, just Bryce Ryan. Bryce and, uh, well, I'll, I'll link so everything yeah. down in the, in the show notes. And that's, so if anyone wants to follow you and reach out or subscribe and follow there, um, yeah, like they can, they can just click on those links and go straight to your page, man. But again, awesome. Thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Like I said in the start, what an amazing athlete. And now you guys know he's got everything sorted. He's working hard, training, keeping these skills on his BMX. And now we just need to for this COVID thing to end and lockdown to open up and we can get him back in contest and see him take the top spot, uh, progress to the top, top, top level of the sport. And like I said, he's already rubbing shoulders with the legends in the sport. Now he needs to become one of those legends and he's, and he's on his way. So thanks again for listening to the podcast if you like the podcast please subscribe rate the podcast um, share it with your mates um, let them listen and like I said hit me up on social media if you want anyone else to be on the podcast if you want to be on the podcast um, reach out to me slide into those DMs and hit me up and let's let's see what we can do during this lockdown we can have a chat and yeah, let's make it happen but once again thanks for listening and see you in the next one <music>